let us get us reorganized here. <laughs> hey, hello, everybody. Hello, hello. What up? Welcome to Nerd Nerdy what Girls up? After Dark. We are back for another week. We've got some fun stuff planned. I think Maya's going to take us out here with some introductions and some let's get ready to rumble stuff. Yes. So it is Thursday of the Nerd Life Network game week. So every show has been having some sort of game type component. Um, but we're spicing it up a little bit. And when I say spicing it up, ladies, we have heard you. We've heard your desire to ask questions that you've never been able to ask because either it's too uncomfortable or what else. So we did a poll on our Instagram, you know, gotten text messages and gathered some questions that they want to know from the guys. But before we get started, let's introduce the contestants. Contestant number one that I know very, very well, Mike, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Um, <clears throat> hey, everyone. I'm Mike. Uh, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. My family is from Long Island, New York. Um, looking forward to answering questions tonight. All right. Contestant number two, John. Hi, guys. I'm John. I am residing in Mississauga, Ontario. My family is from the Philippines. Um, and I hope you girls take it easy on us tonight. <laughs> no promises. And then contestant number three, my bad. <laughs> I got you. What's up, everyone? My name is Kristan, uh, Kara's fiance. Uh, family is originally from Trinidad and Tobago, but I'm currently residing in Ontario, Canada. And I am in. Very interested to see what these questions are about. <laughs> this is going to be lots of fun because for anyone who doesn't watch the show on a regular basis, we typically end um, our episodes with questions you're too afraid to ask. Um, and then the girls would answer the questions. But today the guys are in the hot seat. So I also want to say in the comments, if you're joining, please be respectful. Yada, yada, yada. You know how to carry yourselves. Mm -hmm. So... Our first question, Kara, I will kick it off to you. Uh, to me, okay. Uh, we're just going to start easy, I guess. We'll give you guys, we'll let you guys ease in. What are some of your green flags? Things that you look for that you would say is a green flag, like for other people. And be honest. Yeah, to anyone listening, we did not give them any heads up as to what kind of questions they were going to get. So all of their thinking is, well. I, I can go Green for flag it. is a good thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mike, you can go ahead. Yeah, I can name a few that come to the top of my head. Uh, confident, good hygiene, um, respectful of my time. Um, get one more. Mm, no, nah, I'll stop right there. I don't want to steal all of them from my brothers. <laughs> I'll go next. Um, trust. And with that, too, is just being able to 
communicate in a calm way, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Kind of just making sure that I'm in sync with that person when it comes to our communication style and keeping a level headed in any situation that they're faced. And another one is being active, being able to take care of themselves, physically, mentally, all of the above. John is a personal trainer. (laughs) (laughs) I'll piggyback off of John, actually. Um, Being able to like share the same activities, like it doesn't have to be exact, but if it is different, just being respectful about other uh, hobbies or even like supporting uh, what the other might be into. So I want to say ideally green flags, supportive um what's the other one and motivating because if because if you just have a partner and it's just like eh, fine cool oh you feel down you'll get there but uh, i can say from experience my partner is a green flag Thank you. I love to hear you that. You don't need any more points, Kristan. You've already got Good job. He does need points. <laughs> you can never have enough, I guess. You can never have enough. You can. Keep going. Well, you know, I just, sorry, I just need to add a little chaos here for a second. <laughs> not at all. Uh, <laughs> and so this is a question that we got. I'm not going to say. Who, one of our other co-hosts, do boners hurt? <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> this was one we, we were told that we had to ask, so. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat the question for me? <laughs> <laughs> do I can go first on that one. Mm-hmm. So, generally, no. The only time that I felt any type of, like, pain or like discomfort from a boner is if if I've been going around and I'm like coming back for like round three or round four and I get <laughs> that that third or fourth boner that time might be a little might be a little a little uncomfortable might be a little extra stiff so yeah okay yeah I agree with um like there it's uh if it's prolonged for sure it hurts right like if you get it and then it's not taken care of and it's prolonged and it's just there. But also if it's, yeah, your second round or third or whatever, and you're into it, then it hurts. So that actually goes with, (laughs) there's another question that we got was whether or not like blue balls was actually a thing or just something that you guys made up. Or is it a manipulation tactic to either have sex or get It's a real thing, Hmm. for sure. It It, It hurts, yeah, it hurts physically hurts i don't know i I don't want to speak on behalf of the other two guys but i don't mean to take the floor but for me it's it's a real thing it's painful until it is taken care of and then it's just like this release of like stress that you're holding on to weird okay geo just got here he's probably wondering what's going on (laughs) (laughs) hey geo (laughs) Okay. Chris, don't you have an answer? Um, I mean, honestly, for me, I personally have not felt 
physical pain from blue balls. It's more mental pain. You know what I'm saying? When that happens, but um, I don't know. I, hmm. Do we mean do we mean blue balls in the sense that you really you about to get off and then you stop right there? Or what is it's however you define if you say you have blue balls, how would you define it? <laughs> okay. Well, I would define it as I'm about to I'm about to nut, but I don't. But I've never had that happen before. Every time <laughs> I was about to, I do. <laughs> so, <That's laughs> so I had a <laughs> I haven't had to do with it like on the brink, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. We don't. We don't know what you mean, but I know. Okay. I guess I have a different definition of what it is. For me, it's like when you get one, when you get a boner, but then it's not necessarily when you're about to finish, and it doesn't. It's like when you get a boner, and then I guess you don't finish. And then it just repeats and repeats and repeats where it just like it builds and then the tension is kind of just there and it's like a cramping feeling, right? So even when you don't have one, it still feels like you kind of do. And it's like this tense feeling in your body. I don't yeah, know I could, if that's just me, but yeah. I could piggyback off of that because it's kind of like uh, in a sense of anticipation and then it's like, mm, and then it's like, Oh, <laughs> and then you feel it from head to toe. It's like, dang, okay. Eh. It feels like there's just like a vice grip just holding on to them, and it's just like this tight feeling. It's really hard to explain, obviously, to you ladies, but in my mind, it makes sense. Okay, that's very descriptive answers. We appreciate, yeah, that. that's some honest gestures. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you compliment how do you like as females how do we compliment a guy such as like a co-worker or a friend without him thinking that you're flirting mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how do we compliment men without quote unquote leading them on See, that's a hard question because I feel like a lot of dudes will take anything you say and take it to heart and will think that it's you're interested in them. Yes, which I think is where the question came from. (laughs) Yeah, especially people that have, I mean, no offense to dudes, but that aren't overly confident, right? They will hold on to anything and everything you say, right? Even if it's as small as, oh, that's a nice shirt on me, they will hold on to that. And they're going to think, oh, that girl's interested, right? So I don't know. For me, for example, a nice one would just like anytime I get compliments on my tattoos and they say that, oh, that's a really cool design. That has nothing to do with me. It's just my tattoos and like how it looks on me. So I'm going to think that they're just interested on the same things I'm interested in. For example, if they comment on, my Harry Potter tattoos. I'm not going to think, oh, they're interested in me. No, I just think they're interested in things that I'm interested in, if that makes sense. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. I would say, um, I would say do it just matter of factly, you know? Because um, to, to his point, like a guy is liable to take anything as, oh, she's interested in me. 
Um, I think no matter what the compliment might be, it might be like an eyebrow raise for someone, even though if, even if they're not reading that much into it. Um, and maybe be maybe be judicious about what you comment on too, and just don't comment on things that people might take the wrong way if you don't want them to take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like guys can take anything the wrong way. I can say I this look is like true. Shoes oh, correct. Well, he, she thinks I'm I'm look I look good today, or I can just say I like the shoes. So I feel like I don't know, but that's that's good to know. I just feel like you can't compliment any guy you're not interested in at this point. Yeah. Right. Fire kicks, um, bro. Okay. Same, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Talk good. to them like you're a bro, and then they'll get the point. Yeah. Okay. That's a nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice shirt, bro. Yeah. And then, hey, Alex. <laughs> I can see that being weird to someone who <laughs> you never called bro before, though, in the workplace. Like, nice shirt, bro. They're like, what? <laughs> 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 what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> or bruv <laughs> i think you're better yeah, off to just not get compliments to be honest just leave them alone because they're gonna mm-hmm. take it to heart anyway so whatever you say however you say it for the most part they'll just take it to heart and they'll run with it this is an interesting comment from monique i feel like i tend to use the word like sick or dope when complimenting a guy sick shirt dude yeah <laughs> sick shirt bro exactly. yeah. <laughs> no sick dope combination unbeatable they would never think anything different if it's mm-hmm. gotcha i also like what john was saying about like i like your tattoos versus i like the design of that tattoo because then you're like putting it back on the creator of the content or like the designer of the shirt, if we're going with that example, rather than how it looks on them. That's good, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the same song. Oh, that's our... Oh, our got hey, Dre. And then my sister said the same energy as the fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Not the hard eyes, the fire emoji. Yeah, that gives gross sick vibes. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. is disappearing into the night right now. <laughs> in about half an hour, I'll be invisible. <laughs> okay, so wait, is it me, Kira? Yes. Okay, so this is um, another one uh, that I recently got. Okay, how do you define a simp? <laughs> if you think guys take or... Okay, I'm trying to reword this to make it sound better. You guys purposely don't do things that are respectful or nice and genuine in fear of being a simp. I have a confession. I don't even know what simp means. I have never used the word. I have no idea what it is. So if someone can explain it to me. Because we're old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, John and I are the oldest ones on here. <laughs> if, if you were ever um called whipped like oh bro you're so whipped um i think that's what it's evolved into being a sim mm. because like if i'm with the boys and then it's like hey guys gotta go why to be with my girlfriend oh you're so yeah. whipped so it's like mm, he's simping mm. like no i'm just trying to spend quality time with my female so i'll see you guys tomorrow uh so i think it's just an evolution of whipped honestly mm. I agree. I think, um, honestly, it has become something that is very subjective now, the definition of it. 
I think it means different things to different people. But it generally, generally to, to his point, it's kind of around, um, or if, if a guy is something, it's kind of, um, you would use that to describe if he's being like extra chivalrous, I think. Um, that's not necessarily how I describe it. I feel like, <laughs> um, I would, I would say somebody is simping if I think like they're doing too much too early and a guy and a girl can simp, not just a guy. Yeah. Look at Micah's comment. Micah was the first person to <laughs> tell me I was simping. I don't, Micah, you're going to have to tell me what situation that was or drop it, <laughs> drop it in the chat because I don't remember. Um, but how would I define it? Um, I don't know. I think, I think bro summed it up. Well, Oh, Geo says basically what you were saying. Someone who does way too much for a person they like. Yeah, doing too much and especially doing too much too early. Wait. <laughs> not a butter and car at a whole ass house. We're not even needing No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you start you start texting someone one day and the next day you're uh, you know. You're cutting off everyone else you're talking to without even talking to this person about exclusivity, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Saying I love you. And then to add to that, what is the question with that context? Like so I guess I think where this person was coming from is like, are guys in fear of being called a simp? Do you guys purposely try to be nonchalant and not show interest in fear of being called a simp? Basically, that's, that's what it's. I see. Uh, personally, I don't really care if mm -hmm. people think that um, to be whipped or if I'm a simp or whatever it may be. I just don't typically care what people think. Like if I feel like my significant other deserves this or deserves that. And if I feel like I want to do something for her, then nothing's going to stop me from doing that. And that being said, it's reciprocated, right? Like I'm doing this because I feel like it's a two-way street in that relationship where if I'm doing something for her, it's because, I don't know, she's doing something nice for me in return or that it's a healthy relationship where we don't have to worry about what other people think and it's just something that I wanna do for her. Even if it's like, for example, opening the car door for her from time to time just to let her in. You know, like some people might call that with or you're a simp, but I say that's just being a gentleman and I want to open the door for her and give her a kiss after I let her in and then I go on my way. You know, like I don't, I think if again, you are confident in yourself and your relationship, you shouldn't be afraid of being called those things because it doesn't really matter. Okay. Mm -hmm. John is an old school romantic. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, well, Micah was giving content. Yeah, I, I, I had a chuckle at that a minute ago. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> and then Gio yeah, said yeah. he's also seen the other side to be true, where a guy will be all nonchalant or act uninterested when, in fact, they are a sin. Yeah, so I see. That. I think, I, real quick, I think that you there's. You can be a very nice and respectful guy and not and not be simping. Like all the stuff that he described, I think was being nice and respectful and chivalrous, especially mm -hmm. to, to like your girl. I think that you can be nice and not be a simp. So yeah. yeah. 
Joy said, I think being a simp is typically reserved for when a guy and girl is in a relationship. I think it's true because, like, once you're in a relationship, you can be simping all over each other, you know? Yeah, you're supposed but, to be. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So, I guess kind of similar to that, maybe. Do guys brag about their girls with their friends? Hell yeah. I know <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud of her and I'm proud that I'm with her. So hell yeah. You know, I never want to be in a relationship where it's the opposite, where I'm talking smack about the person that I'm with. That is something that I never want to be a part of. And I hope that my partner is the same way, where they don't badmouth me to their friends and it's just healthy, right? But if I think, just like if I, and I think that I'm really close with cars and I will, even to her, like, when I'm talking to my friends about my other friends, I brag about them. So, yeah, if I love my girlfriend, then, yeah, I will brag about her because she's great. So, why would I not? Okay. It's funny when you ask that, I thought about it from a different perspective because I'm not in a relationship. I thought, and did you say girl or girls? What was the, what was the specific Oh, uh, I said girls, but it could girls, be the okay. girl that you're with, like girl that you even just started talking to. Yeah, like I guess in context, like how girls always have like girl chat where we talk about boys and all that kind of stuff. Does the same thing happen, or is it just like a, a picture? Yeah, all that. Yeah, I think I think it depends on the friend group or the 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 guys. Um, I feel like typically in mine, not. Not a lot of that. I might, like, if I'm talking to someone new, I might drop a pic just to, like, you know, this is who I'm talking to. But outside of that, not too much. But if I was in a relationship of some for some time, I, th I think maybe, would, you know, that kind of thing would come up more. But um, generally, not not too much, I would say. Chris, I um, It kind of takes me a while to warm up to people. So it's like I would not, like, show some like random like hey man this is who i'm with like no nah, i don't know who you are so but even like your I friend group yeah your friend group friend group like yes, your boys but i do have some uh reconnecting to do so um close friends i'd say yes modest picks obviously but uh yeah that's about that but Generally, guys do talk about their uh, girls or who they're uh, seeing. Sarah? Gotcha. Gio says it depends because I don't IDK if I would to my guys who I know are lonely right now. <laughs> Pandemic is was tough for a lot of people. So I see that. Um, okay. Next question. Um, Okay, this is one uh, that I think is really good. So what are some signs that a man is dangerous to be around, like from a guy's perspective? Um, like what are some signs that women may miss? I wanna say hot-headedness because I know a, f uh, a few guys that are hotheads that are still single, um, but they always seem to get the girl first and then it's a quick uh, we were about two months together and then I got mad and then she dumped me 
So mm-hmm. I think uh, hot headedness is a big one. I'm having trouble thinking of some that y'all would miss that we would know about. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like girls are pretty good with picking up like tendencies and I don't know characteristics that they're not into. Sorry to cut you off, Mike, but yeah, I just feel like yeah, temper is a big one for sure. Um, Maybe like over attentiveness to the point of being a little overly or weird um, might be one, but that's also think that something that I think a girl would catch on to. So. Like a stalker vibe. Like, yeah, like, yeah, overly, yeah. You guys give us a lot of credit. Right? Yeah, girls so. are big. Like, we, there's, that's why you see all the memes of like girls going for red flags, is because like, we just go for them. Right. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you guys, I mean, not to be general about it, but from my past experiences with friends that are girls, like, they always just, end up going with the douchebags and it's just like yeah saw that coming mm-hmm. you know um i think it's when you feel like you need to fix this person to be with that person then that's a red flag right mm-hmm. because that means they're not complete themselves it's not your job mm-hmm. to fix that person so if you're with that person because you feel like you need to change something about them right you're not a fixer like i think being in a relationship where you feel the need to change something about the person and you feel like they're dependent on you, then that's something that you should automatically think, yeah, that's not good. That is not healthy to be around. Yeah, I agree. Okay. The, the only other one I would add is like, um, and I don't think, like <laughs> Maya, I know you you wouldn't notice this off rip, but some girls wouldn't. It's like um, when guys talk about... Uh, just watch how like dudes talk about women some ways. Like sometimes if a guy's talking about a woman, then a girl might react and be like, Oh, you know, I'm like the pick me energy, and like, oh, like you know, I'm not like that, blah, 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 blah. But um, a lot of times I feel like when dudes talk about women in a certain way, it's kind of like an underlying uh sign of like you low-key don't like women. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Um the the way that you should properly respect them. So yeah. When they say future is their favorite rapper. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on I'm not gonna speak on. No comment there, Mike. <laughs> Future's like, not my favorite rapper for anybody. I know, else. I know, I know. And okay. also if I may add, I think how guys, especially the ones that are trying to still find a significant other, will act a certain way towards other guys versus how they would act towards women. Right, like they will always try to be their best selves with towards women. So it's hard to answer that question per se because they'll act differently towards us and we might see those traits, but then when they turn around and talk to you, it's gone because they're trying to act good and that they mean well. But actually that's not how they really are. If that makes sense. These are really good. I know, I know. And Gio said in the comments, like toxic jealousy tendencies. And I think that's a good one too. Yeah. Those can, that can be like kind of hard to pick up on, I guess, sometimes. But if you can catch it in other ways or if you can catch it fast enough, that would be really important because that could lead to temper and all these other things that we 
time mm-hmm. to pick up, right? Yeah, a lot of these things take time to pick up, right? That's the hard part. Because just like any beginning of a relationship, everything is just butterflies and roses and rainbows. And you don't really know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, jealousy is a huge thing, right? If you have a boyfriend and they don't want you to have friends of the opposite sex, I think that's a red flag, right? I, that's mm-hmm. just trust and that's just something that you need to have in a relationship. And that's hard to pick up right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the next one. Is what it- happens to your balls when you run? <laughs> Do they like bounce around? Like for girls when you run, like your boobs going all over the place? Is balls the same way? I can answer it? that. I wear compression shorts, so it keeps it nice and tight. Hmm. So they don't really like. It's like you know, a sports I don't wear. I can show you something if you want, but it's just like really, really tight. And you don't want to it holds everything together. Compression <laughs> <laughs> so like, shorts are necessary. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Even if you're not so running, all the guys here wear compression shorts. Yeah, I, don't, I, I wear them sometimes, but like I feel like it's one of those things where. You know how if you know how if you're um, constantly experiencing a sense, then you're desensitized to it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you hear, you could have like an air conditioner in your house that's mad loud, but you're used to it. But somebody else might come over, and then you're like, "Yo, your AC is loud," and you don't even really it doesn't bother you. So like similar thing, because um, I, I used to run a lot. I ran track, and um, I just I mean it. If I actively think about it, it's like okay, like my shit is moving around, but <laughs> but. <laughs> You get to the point to where you don't really like notice it. So for me, that makes a lot of sense. For me, though, it doesn't hurt then. Nah, it doesn't. Running, running does not hurt. No, not me. So at least. For me, I I chase TMI, but I chase. So I need compression pants or compression shorts, so it doesn't happen. So it's not even just the balls going all over the place, but it's like everything else. So I need that layer of protection where it's just I'm not like skin on skin or balls on skin because I shake. So compression, shorts, anytime I play sports, anytime I work out, anytime I go for a run. Yeah, like John, uh, I have thunder thighs, so I just rather eliminate all issues ASAP. So compression shorts. Gotcha, okay. All right, so Mike is free willy. Everyone else is uh, impression <laughs> more, more for the time, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, next question. Uh, let me try to switch it up for less spicy. Okay, so this one. Does your arm actually hurt when you're the big spoon? I feel like I've also, when I got this question, I'm like, I get that too, because I'm like, does your arm hurt? And they're like, no. And is it actually true or are you actually just taking in the pain because you just for the sake of making him making her comfortable? I know my shoulder is always sore because what happens is they're on my shoulder. So mm-hmm. my shoulder is always up like this. So when we fall asleep, right, I'm sleeping like this. <laughs> you know, and that's not comfortable. That's not fun. So if I fall asleep like that, I'm sore the next day. Or if I'm like this, and it's just a constricted, and my elbow gets, so I don't know, maybe I'm just old, and my joints are just like all knotted up. But yeah, my shoulder gets sore 
But you tell her, but you tell her like it doesn't hurt. Or does she even ask? Oh, she I'm I mean it's comfortable and I actually like it when we do that. Like I can fall asleep doing that every single night. Um so I don't mind at all. Um I think it's it's nice falling asleep that way. I don't care if I'm sore. Gotcha. I kinda yeah, I prefer like being in that position where I'm I'm holding her that way. Um yeah. <laughs> it depends on how big her head is. And how big is the shorty's head? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, but for me, for me generally, uh I think I mean it's it's uncomfortable. It could be uncomfortable. Um, but um I feel like I've recently I'm starting to be able to, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just not affecting me as much or I'm learning how to like do the little shift to be a little more comfortable to like stay in that position longer. But my go-to used to be like, you know, I'll do that till you sleep and then I'll wiggle you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Wiggle up and get my own space. Uh, But I can, I can fall asleep like that now sometimes, but. I think that's fair. Yeah. And some people get hot too. Like I personally get hot. I don't know. It seems like girls don't get hot like that or they don't care. But yeah, we do. We yeah. don't get as hot. Croissant gets to the temperature of the sun. <laughs> I'm like, after that for a little bit watching a movie, but I cannot yeah. fall asleep. And I mean, then you yeah, you gotta have your own space. Yeah. 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 Dre says when you your arm falls asleep, you can't feel any pain anyway, so no problem. <laughs> Croissant, do you agree with this? I actually haven't experience where I can't remember the arm pain because when I'm with Kara, uh, I basically cradle her, so she's like right into my chest anyway, so I don't feel anything. <laughs> that is wholesome. Okay, that's very wholesome. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's, horrible. that's true. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, what is something that you actually notice about a girl? Girls are always out here getting our hair done, our nails done, makeup. Are we talking physical? Yes. Yeah. I think so. That's how I read it. Yeah, I agree. Because when we put so much effort in a lot of things and... Croissant's sitting here trying not to say ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lips Don't are worry, too. I'm <laughs> Any other answers other than that? Like, I mean, <laughs> notice if they try, like if they do something different, is that yeah? Because I feel like I notice, I notice everything physically because I'm gonna look at you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, do you appreciate it? Like, for example, guys would be like, "I love you without your makeup on." Do you really not like? Don't like it when girls wear makeup, or is it something you appreciate? Do you appreciate nice nails, pedicures? Like, are those things that girls kind of do extra? Or just in general, uh, that you appreciate. So, I mean, to the, you know, to like the grooming stuff, like the, you know, pedicures, manicures, moisturized skin, all that. Yeah, I appreciate the hell out of that. I think the makeup thing is more of something that varies. A, it varies guy to guy. B, it varies girl to girl too. Because like some, 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 I think some girls, do do look better without makeup but also some girls wear too much makeup 
Mm-hmm. And then to the point that it's like a detriment. So then in that case, it's like, why, you know, why are you wearing so much makeup? Um, but makeup is good for some girls too. You know what I'm saying? That that exists. Like I don't, the statement that in general girls look better without makeup, I don't agree with that. I think some girls do look better with makeup and some don't. <laughs> it depends. It depends. <laughs> if I'm keeping it a buck. Right? <laughs> but that's me. I'm sorry, Kistan, but I have to say, you're giving me mirror, mirror from Shrek. You know, the mirror is just like floating. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Remember, he's like, <laughs> it's just the face. Anyway, he's like a floating head and like a, a black background. But anyway, um, okay. Thanks for the honesty, Mike. For sure. Yeah, I agree with Gio. Okay. Um, the, yeah. yeah, less makeup natural is better. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend doesn't really wear too much of it or any at all, to be completely honest with you. And I admire that so much about her because it just means she's comfortable in her own skin and to each their own mm-hmm. too, right? Like if you want to wear that makeup, you rock that thing. Go ahead. You know, it's just personal preference. It's my set. It's just some people like it less. Some people like it more. My preference is less. So it's hard to answer that question because I guess she doesn't really do all those things. And I love that about her. Though a few weeks ago, she got a haircut and I did not notice. So that was the thing. But yeah, see, this is the question. What do you notice and what do you not? Yeah, so we were driving like- to school and she was like, do you not notice anything different? And then I had to do a double take. And I was like, oh, you got a haircut. It looks great. Yeah. Right? But once I noticed it, I agreed. Yeah, it looked great. But I, I guess like that's a common one. Guys don't notice hair. Like a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, that was my bad. That was a bad one. Mm-hmm. It's like so short and it used to be so long and I just completely just missed it. <laughs> well, we have a, a question, I guess, from the audience. Micah, if your girl asked for a BBL, would you be supportive? I guess you could say not ask, but if she told you she wanted a BBL, would you be supportive? Or any cosmetic surgery. Let's just leave it, leave it at that. I didn't picture it. I Again, I don't know what a BBL is. A Brazilian butt lift. It's like what the Kardashians get to make their ass look bigger. Oh, I thought it was like it. boobs, but oh wait. She doesn't need it. No, Brazilian butt lift. Ah. And they take like that from your stomach and they put it in your butt. Or your where thighs, wherever you have extra fat. That would be fantastic. Man. So me, me personally, um, I like to be honest with people. You know what I'm saying. So, um, I know some of some of y'all aren't familiar with BBLs, but there's um, I think there's a wide range of like how much people put into their BBLs, how much like uh, uh meat. You know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you know that that would that would um, that might determine how I would react because I think some people do more than they need to. You know what I mean. Um, and if I'm already with girl, then I like girl. I like said girl the way that she is already. So I would just try to. Um, uh, I would. I, I wouldn't want her to do too much. You know what I mean? Because and again, this this makes sense if you've seen how some BBLs look. So um, botch jobs. Yeah, yeah. I'll stop it there. I think it's a personal thing too, right? It's that's what you're into. Yeah. You know, go for it. Again, I'm more of a 
natural type of person where I think you're beautiful as is. So no need to change anything, no need to add anything. I had been with someone that got her lips done and that was just awful. And I would never <laughs> go back to that ever it again. Awful. Oh man. It was, was a bad job or is it just, it just, she didn't look like herself anymore? Both probably. And I was just, no, it was awful. So I'm never going to go back to, to anything like that. And right now, like that butt lift, she doesn't need it. She's good. <laughs> I heard you, bro. I like my lady how she is, honestly. Um, but for people with BBLs, I feel like they can get one thing done and then they're going to look at their bodies as, okay, what else can I change? And it's like, okay, I want it bigger. And then it becomes a slippery slope where it's like, okay, I want to look like a Barbie doll. And then they look botched. So. You need to put it whatever girls want to do with their body, but I guess it's good to hear from a, a guy's perspective. Um, we have a comment from Gio, in my opinion, it's better to accustom others to see you natural, no makeup, than to always accustom others to see you only with makeup. Okay. Fair point. I it's also like a lot of work for the girl to only be seen with makeup on. Yeah, I, I feel like I showed Chris on my natural face like fairly early on, like maybe like a couple weeks into it, and then ah, so much freedom that comes with that. That's like, yeah. Okay. You just do get to like roll over and look at someone every morning. And if you feel like you have to wear makeup, it kind of sucks. But you know, everyone's on their own self love journey. So, uh -huh. yeah, no hate against anybody who does want to wear makeup every day. If that's what makes you feel good, then do it. For sure. I think I got the next question. And it is I'll ask this one Is sex actually always on your mind? So who's gonna go? <laughs> no. Who's gonna tell him? No. <laughs> and it, it sucks because. I Wait, know, did you say yes or no? I said no. It's not always on my mind, and it sucks for women because some of them think that it's necessary to give that up to please and to be with a man, and it's really not. You know, um, that's just me personally speaking. It's just. Um, I would rather build on the communication of us talking and us doing all these other things. Um, and that part just comes naturally. And I feel like if you build it the natural way where that's not the only thing that's on your mind and you actually get to know someone and build off of that connection, then that kind of just comes second nature and it's a lot better. So, I mean, again, that's personally how I look at it. It's not always on my mind, but if it's good, then maybe some days like this, but not all the time. For me, I think it, um, I think some context would help answer the question. I'm going to answer the context. I'm going to answer from the point that I'm like getting to know somebody. Right. So like if I'm, um, if I'm gonna know someone and I think they're fine, like I'm, I'm very attracted to them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about sex with them, but that's not gonna be the only thing I'm thinking about. I'm probably also gonna be thinking about getting to know them on a real level, like, like he just described. 
Um, but if I'm attracted to you, the thought will be there, but it's not necessarily like why I'm here in that context. So that's what I say. That's what I say. Okay. I think for me, it comes and goes in season. Like, <laughs> if I'm focused on something else, then it's like, yes, the thought is there, but I want to get some other things done. But when it's hot and it's the summer, it's like, I want to say every other five minutes, it's just, <laughs> like, it's, it's just there. And I thought the, um, the myth of if you work out more, your uh, sexual drive increases. I thought it was hilarious, but uh, no, it's true. It is true. But as Mike said, in the thought of getting to know someone, I just need to know if they're going to be in my corner, period, if I can like be with them without it, and if I can see them in my future. And then when we get to the comfortable stage, like we're dating, we're in this together forever. Yeah, and I was there. Yeah. My sister's just texting me, LOL, in all capital letters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in the summer, every five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Noted. I know, I know that's right. <laughs> okay when does guy puberty start is it like your first boner or is it when your voice changes when does guy puberty start pubes probably oh i guess that makes sense (laughs) i think that depends on the guy i think that's different for every guy i would assume for me i can't even remember like Jesus' pubes. I think it depends on your environment, like uh, what, whatever you see, whatever you're like used to uh, visually frequenting, or like, just depends on the guy, really. I think that's a good example. Mike, go ahead. ahead. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. So, I mean, when I was in grade seven and grade eight, I was like four foot seven. And my voice was just to the point where anytime I would answer the phone, whoever was on the other line would think it was my mom picking up the phone. Like my voice was just so high. And I guess one day when I picked up the phone, that wasn't the case anymore. They knew it was me. (laughs) That's how I knew that I was hitting puberty. All right. Okay. I would I would say something. I mean, I still can't remember mine. I don't remember what happened first, but I would say to base it off of something physical like armpit hair or pubes, like they said. Mm-hmm. Cause um to um to bro's point, um a boner could be dependent on like your environment. Like that might I don't think your first boner should determine when you, you know, because you might as a ten year old you might see something a little early compared to another ten year old and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like what John said, like, I don't remember when my voice changed, but I know that at a certain age, like I tried to scream and it was no longer high pitched and I thought I was broken. <laughs> so I tried to scream, 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 but then I tried to roar and it's like, oh, okay. why would you try and roar? <laughs> I can't scream anymore. 
this the the uh, hybrid screen was not there. So then I just like 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 yelled and said, "Okay, it's gone forever." So so naturally, Rory was the next step. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I guess that's... Mm -hmm. All right. So this question is is very interesting. Why is a high number body count for guys considered a good thing? That's society. I feel like, like this is Bryce James. Bryce James is LeBron's youngest son who like grew like six inches within a year. And now he's like super tall and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Gio. We get a lot of comments. So I'm going to just pause real quick before we get this. But when you scream, but it works Body dysmorphia in the making. Oh, yeah. That, that was his symptomo possible. Yeah, I can. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. Body count. Why is that considered a good thing for guys? I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends on, again, what you're saturated with, what the, you uh, assume is what's cool because I know a few people as to where it's like, okay, I'm going to get this kill and this kill and this kill and then you end up with like 50 and it's like, bro. You say kill? You need help. Yeah. Yeah, are we so talking about the uh, count here? Is that what we're talking about? Body count, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Like yeah. sexual so, partners. I didn't know guys think of it as a kill. <laughs> we don't, either. I don't, but that's another name for it. Mm -hmm. gotcha. okay yeah so i don't know it just depends on what the uh guy might think is cool or what is acceptable i think i think it's a societal thing um created by men but like it's the same you know in the same breath you know high body count for guys is is cool high body count for girls is oh you're you're a hoe you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um i think and again, these are not my thoughts. I'm society, communicating societal thoughts, what I think they are, right? Um, you know, it's seen as guy gets girl. Guy guy goes out and convinces girl to interact with him and eventually have sex with him. So people view it as, okay, this guy has the ability to woo X amount of women. We're on, you know, on the other side, it's okay, you're a girl, you allow X amount of men. It's That's just how, I think that's the stereotype that is given. So I think that's why people view it as a good thing for guys. When I really agree with all of that. Yeah, it's a societal thing. As yeah. that is, it really is. I think it's unfair mm -hmm. to We can do whatever you want. If that's what you're into, go ahead. Um, to me, I don't really care. <laughs> um, it could be you can have a high number, you can have a low number. It doesn't matter. So we show the guys' names. So it's Mike, John, and Chris Don, Mike. Kianja has come and got me weak. We're talking about the kills. Got a tear tattoo showing in the I thought about it, but nah. I know you didn't. Yeah, I'm like, okay, international spy kills in terms of a body count. Okay. So I think we'll ask like maybe one or two other questions and then we'll <laughs> give you a chance to ask girls questions you're too afraid to ask if you want. 
if you think of something. Um, while you're thinking of a question you may want to ask a girl because you're too afraid to ask at this point. Um, what are your thoughts on girls who make the first move? All for it. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. If you're interested, go for it. Good, because I made the first move. I was about to say. <laughs> and more power to you. <laughs> she knew what she wanted. She took it, man. Same with mine. I'm Shoot not going to last thing with mine. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in someone, why hide it? You know? This is, again, like the stereotype sort of thing that we were talking about with a kill count. Who cares? You know, mm-hmm. if you're into someone, then by all means, go for it. Do what you got to do. I don't know. I'm I'm really hesitant on that. But okay, if if a guy I can see a guy appreciating that, but I feel sometimes like guys feel like they have they can put in less work if you show interest too early. Then that means that guy's not the one for you. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you approach them and they are truly and genuinely interested then they will reciprocate that energy. And if they don't, that should obviously already be a sign that that's not the person for you. Okay. We're going to bring you guys back on for a dating advice episode. Right. (laughs) It's too good. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like y'all found found the least problematic dudes y'all know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, yeah, this this, this is, is very a rare find right here. Yeah. Maybe we should, we should have added some more like problem people. Because <laughs> someone from Dre saying, love a confident queen because most girls will shoot their shot just by making eye contact multiple times. Mike knows what I mean. LOL. Hashtag Portugal. Dre. <laughs> that's true. No, that's me. That's I'm true. Guys, I'd be like Professor X. Read my mind. Yeah, girls do feel like they're doing the most when they're like trying to make eye contact and like looking away and looking back real quick. So one of our very problematic friends, Mike, said we should ask to be on a guest. That would have been good entertainment. <laughs> no, I would <laughs> never have him on this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, Hopefully they're not watching this episode. Yeah, if so, I don't care because they know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Maya, do you have any questions left to ask them before we give them the chance to ask? Um, honestly, no. I think I think we got through most of them. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, there was one more. Do you like it when women say they feel safe around you? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, nice nice to hear. Well, uh, you want them to feel that way, too, especially with how they are unfortunately uh, treated these days, right? Like, they can't go for a walk or a run without being harassed. So you just want to make sure that they do feel like when they are around you that, you know, they can be okay and that they will be okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is nice. And you want, I would think, um, to have your significant other feel that way, where they're safe and secure when you're with them. What if it's not your significant other? That's cool too. Like a I friend think. or a coworker. Yeah. And same thing. Like I would want that too. I think it just means like you give off that vibe that like you care. 
about someone, you know, and that you want them to be okay. All right, we got a question from the audience. Mike asked if she can ask a question, so this is hers. How do you communicate turnoffs to a partner? This is a great question. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah, just be honest. Just be honest. Seriously, if it's if you think it's going to be a difficult conversation, have a difficult conversation. And if your partner is understanding of that, then you'll find a way. Right? Like it's okay to have difficult conversations with your significant other. Mm -hmm. Just be honest, and you'll find a way up. I would add to, um, and this goes for men and women, um, try to do that the first or second or at worst, the third time you're turned off. I, I feel like a lot of times people are turned off by something, but it's not, you know, it's not that much and they let it build up. And this, this person does said things, you know, um, repeatedly until like the one time you do feel like shutting it down, you're like, you come off hostile and mad because they've been doing it this whole time and you've been, <laughs> you've been angry this whole time. But so, you know, just try to, Try to communicate that early. Oh, yeah, yeah be nice about it. Like, don't be a jerk about it. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. have a nice conversation versus attacking them about it. Are we asking Micah how we want, like, how do we as females communicate with them, or how do they communicate with us? I think she's asking them, like, how do they communicate turnoffs to women? Because if it's like the other way around, like I'm always just like, ew, don't. <laughs> For me, I'm like, there's, and there's, it's tough too, because when there's some things that are like, it's one thing, okay, like, okay, take a shower or something like that. But when it's something that is kind of like, not quarter their personality, but their self expression, I do think it's a lot harder to do sometimes. Because you're like, what is the solution? But it seems like, you know, being able to share that very early is like what Mike is saying. And then kind of maybe the sandwich method for John, like being really nice about it. Um, and yeah, like, don't take it too seriously, I guess. It's just, you can make it a joke, you know? I know one of uh, her pet peeves of mine is like, sometimes I chomp my food when I eat. So like, <laughs> She just called me out on that and like we had a good laugh about it. Now every time I catch myself doing it, I stop. You know, it's just like it doesn't have to be a serious sit down and you know have an emotional conversation about it. It's just laugh it off. <laughs> just be gentle and just don't take it too seriously. So then on the flip side, do you get butt hurt when a girl communicates with you or when your partner whatever communicates with you that there it's a turn off? Or does it just depend on what it is? I think it depends on what it is, but also not really. Again, if you're confident in yourself, then who cares? Right? Like we're not perfect. No one's perfect. But if you're confident in your own skin, then that's fine. Laugh it off. Right? If it's a serious thing, then, you know, don't do it as much, I guess. <laughs> Mike has got some fears about some personal hygiene. <laughs> Michael, we're going to move forward because we are close to time, but um, these are really good questions, especially for, for guys to think about. Um, all righty. So we can basically, if y'all have any questions that you guys want to ask us, lady side, feel free to ask. 
Anyone have anything? You guys all forgot to think about it. <laughs> Say what? So you all forgot to think about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not. Yeah, 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 we're not know. very good at thinking, that's for sure. You have no burning questions for what you would like to know from a female perspective? So typical. <laughs> Gosh, what did, what did Dre say going back to an earlier question? <laughs> Hmm. Not that's fine, but this is your one opportunity. Like <laughs> you can never, as our close personal best friends, never ask us these questions. This is so telling, Micah. Yes, right. Yeah, I. I mean, I'll. I'll ask one that might be entertaining to hear the answer to. Like, what? Um, when like y'all are being approached. Obviously, I know you you guys are fiancés on the call, but if you were single, when you when, when you guys like to be approached, um, do you guys like like pickup lines or just people just being themselves or like what what kind of how do you like people to slide in no person and on social media and like online? No pickup lines. No original. Ori they have to be original. Like if if it's some kind of pickup line. I don't like any pickup lines. I yeah. think it's corny, and I think it's it's a telltale sign that guys watch too much TV and they don't interact with women enough. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, this is not the Boondocks. This is not anything else. Like, just I think just when guys just are themselves, mm -hmm. and, like talk about things that they enjoy or like common interests. That's like the best way. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I was I was out getting breakfast or something and then I had like a Marvel t-shirt on and this guy was clearly flirting with me but he just asked like are you a Marvel fan have you seen this movie I'm like yeah I did so I, I like that like just finding common interests and like just discussion points but the um the can I get some fries with that shake <laughs> absolutely not I know that's like a big extreme yeah. example but even like the the cat calling type of pick, no, none of that. Don't like that. Mm -mm. Just approach, try and find some common ground. Tell us a compliment, but like, don't be a dick about it. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Dre has a question for the ladies. If a girl or, wait, is this guy. for the guys? This is for guys, is it? Yeah, that's for guys. Yeah. <laughs> they always ask me the hard questions. If a girl does get a new haircut, make or makeup on or something else and it doesn't look good, what's the best thing to say as opposed to not saying anything? Oh, don't not say anything. You yeah, gotta like you gotta say something. How close are you? That's context is key. Oh, he says it's for the girls. Yeah. I would say like if I cut my hair and Croissant hated it. I want him to still make me feel good about it. And then later on, he can be like, oh man, I really like, you know, you look so pretty when your hair, like if we're looking at a picture, man, I loved it when your hair was like that. That's my favorite. Or like make it still nice without being like, oh God, what happened to you? Because like, then your whole confidence is ruined. I think if it's like a haircut where you, you can't go back from, Okay, it's gonna be like like you said, say, oh, I really like it. 
at a later time when it was like yeah, this. Later on. But like, it's really important for you not to like, because then she's going to be insecure though, or not insecure, but she may mm -hmm. feel away like crap. I'm stuck with this crazy haircut. But if it's makeup, say that immediately. Hey, like, yeah. that's a lot. And I like you, like, you don't really have to put all that on or hey, those lashes are really aggressive. Um, so, or like that meant, you know, that lip liner is a little too much. Uh -huh. And it's like weird because I'm not really used to guys giving me that type of feedback on my appearance. But I think if it's like an issue for you, I think it's good to say something if it can easily be changed. Uh -huh. Like if I'm wearing like a bright red lipstick and Chrisanne prefers the pink lipstick, whatever. Like, I would prefer for him to be like, oh, man, I actually kind of like the pink ones better. Yeah. And I know, okay, like, I'm not trying to be out here looking like something you don't prefer because a lot of the time when I do makeup for a date or whatever, I do it to look nice for you, so. Yeah, honesty is the best policy. Except for right away. Mm -hmm. Honesty yeah. is not the best policy based on what y'all just said. It's almost <laughs> the best policy. But I mean, like, yeah. okay, <laughs> Like things that are oh, like wow. permanent, like yeah. okay, you could say later on, okay, I don't like your haircut, but I'm just like in that moment, I'm like, I can't do anything about it. So at least make me feel good in the moment. Yeah, like, ease into it. Like, ease into it. Look, listen, I'm, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. That's just not exactly pure honesty. You know what I'm saying? You need to talk about. No, no, no. If it's something, yeah, if it's something that you can't immediately change then yes, like you're going to have to tell a little bit of not the blunt honesty. <laughs> you're going to have to cap. You're going to have to cap a little bit. And that's you okay. Have, yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. Because the goal is to still make her feel good. Mike has a good point. Like if she's expressing herself, I don't think it's their place to give feedback. There's been moments where it's like a guy, there's maybe some things that I not necessarily agree with in terms of either style or whatever, but it's like, if I know it means something to them or it's core to how they want to express themselves, then, you know, that's just a way of, you know, I don't know, being able to respect your partner, but yeah. Um, and then Jay said, jokes aside, yeah, my mindset is only for things that can easily be changed, but typically best to do so later on. I feel like when things can easily be changed, say it then. I'm only saying things that are, kind of permanent, semi-permanent, not saying something immediate, but that could just be me. I also am a hypocrite, which I realize now based on the flip the question comment, mm -hmm. because I said about the haircut, <laughs> Chris saw got a haircut recently and I was like, oh man, <laughs> like <laughs> legitimately <laughs> immediately. Don't go back to that part for It did not like, it did not come out in a great way. Because um, <laughs> so nobody can see. You <laughs> used to have like, like like a whole like this kind of hair, and now it's like shaved. And I loved his hair before, and so it just caught me off guard. And I am a hypocrite, so I will admit that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do it again, I would do it with the advice that I just gave to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah, I think for me, I'm, gosh, you know, I think maybe this is a toxic trait of mine, but instead of maybe just immediately saying, hey, I don't really like it, I'll ask like questions like, hey, I'm going to see something different or like, 
where'd you get that shirt from? Where'd you get those shoes from or something? And then like, I don't know, I'll pry a little bit and then feel like I'm guiding, like prepping them for me, like potentially sharing some things that I don't really like. But I never come off rip and say, hey, I don't like this. Oh, yeah. Good questions, right? Yeah. This is very productive convo, y'all. But um, so I want to give a special thanks to our contestants, Mike, John, Kristan. We appreciate you for sharing the male perspective on or your own perspective on a lot of things. I think it was and being very, so open and honest. For sure. Um, definitely not the no chaos. Feel like y'all are three very wholesome guys, <laughs> so we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But um, honesty is and your openness greatly appreciated. So, thank you for coming on the show, and hopefully, y'all will be guests in the future. Thank you, ladies, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Send the invite, and I'll I'll be here. <laughs> Alrighty, well, see y'all next Thursday for Nerdy Girls After Dark. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.